sustainable, sustainability doesn't mean that something is easy, okay? It doesn't mean that it doesn't come with challenges. It doesn't mean that it isn't a change. With so many shiny objects out there to chase, it's hard to know what's right for us. In the Fitness Hacks podcast, I break down training techniques, nutrition, and the mindset you need to be successful and get the results you deserve. Hey guys, Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks podcast. Today, I want to talk about three misunderstood nutritional terms. So there are a few terms I sort of hear popping up, you know, when people are talking about making nutritional changes. And it's one of these things that sometimes they're used in a way that I'm like, I think this is actually holding us back from getting the results that we want. So I wanted to go into those terms and what I think they really should mean and how they're sort of used and why I think it's sort of having a negative impact. So term number one is diet. When we call something a diet, you know, now people will get really mad sometimes if you're like, oh, it's a diet. They'll be like, oh no, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. And this kind of always irritates me because I'm like, well, actually it is a diet. You know, I know diet has become sort of negative. It's, it's been associated with restriction and deprivation because of the dieting industry, because of fad diets. But diet is simply the foods that you eat habitually. So that is the definition. I looked it up just to make sure I was not going crazy, but it's the kinds of foods that a person, animal, or community habitually eats. And so I think if we sort of think of diet as that, we also can take back when we do make dietary changes, like it not meaning something restrictive, because I think that's also an issue that when we do associate diet only with dieting, we're then sort of thinking of foods only as good and bad as something we need to restrict if we need to lose weight. But how we dial in the foods that we eat can lead to a whole bunch of different results. Changing your diet doesn't mean that you're necessarily trying to restrict. It can mean that you're trying to feel better for performance, that you're trying to gain muscle, that you're trying to understand better how your body feels to get optimal results and feel your best. So I think we need to stop demonizing the term diet and instead realize that this is just simply the foods that we eat. And I think through doing that, we'll actually change our mindset towards how we're adjusting our food. Because a lot of times now I think, you know, diet and therefore then tracking gets associated together and it becomes something that's always restrictive, right? Oh, I can't, I can't track. It's so restrictive. No, your judgment of tracking is restrictive. Your judging of dieting is that it's bad and restrictive. Those things aren't. The foods we eat aren't are restrictive, right? Tracking doesn't have to be restrictive. It can just be giving us data to see what we're actually consuming to make changes. We're the one that then attributes it as something negative, right? We say it's restrictive, we're depriving ourselves, it doesn't feel good, all these different things. So I think we have to remember that when we're talking about diets, we're simply talking about the foods we eat and how we dial them in. And I think this can also allow us to then not sort of demonize food, not label them as clean or dirty, as good and bad. And when we get that sort of moral perspective of food, that's where we start to get into trouble too, where we feel guilty if we eat something on the dirty or the not so good list, right? Or we only feel good if we eat the foods that are good for us. And it's one of these things that food is being consumed in our modern life style for so much more than just fueling. We eat food out of emotional reasons because we're tired and stressed because it simply tastes good because it's social. And I think sort of embracing those things and then working to find the balance in our lifestyle so that we're actually consuming food in a way that promotes the goals we want to work towards. That's really ideal. So I do just want to say that, you know, instead of seeing diet as something negative, just recognize, recognize that when you're making dietary changes or going on a diet, you're just dialing things in to really achieve the results that you want, whether or not it is fueling for a race or trying to lose fat or or trying to gain muscle, you know, it doesn't have to be something that's instantly means deprivation and restriction. Okay. That was term number one. Term number two is sustainability. 
I love the term sustainability, okay? So these aren't all terms that I dislike. However, I think it's thrown around and misunderstood when it comes to dieting and nutrition a lot. Sustainable, sustainability doesn't mean that something is easy, okay? It doesn't mean that it doesn't come with challenges. It doesn't mean that it isn't a change. I think a lot of times when we're trying to make dietary changes, when someone says, oh, we have to make changes that are sustainable, right? We think, oh, this shouldn't be hard. This should fit within my lifestyle. I should be able to do what I want. And that's not really the case. Changes that become sustainable, sometimes to start feel really weird and awkward and uncomfortable and outside of our comfort zone. What becomes sustainable is also based on the end goal that we want to achieve. When we're, we're going into reaching a new goal, we have to realize that there are going to be lifestyle changes that come with that. When we're thinking about what's sustainable, part of that is just knowing ourselves and knowing how we even make the changes. So in terms of that, it doesn't mean that you might not be, need your lifestyle to be over here, but that just might mean making one change at a time. That's sustainable in that you can keep up with the one change at a time. Okay. So it's one of these things that you might be implementing, you know, tracking and you might be like, oh, this isn't sustainable. I can't do this for the rest of your life. Well, why? It takes a couple minutes. It gets easier. It'll become a habit. So why can't you do it? Because it's just that change, right? So we instantly rebel against the change, something uncomfortable, something outside what we've always done, something outside of being easy. It's outside of being instinctual. And if you haven't seen my podcast on or listened to my podcast on don't be a bug, you need to check that out. But it's one of these things that what becomes sustainable often is because we've embraced the new lifestyle and we love the newest results that we've gotten. And so that's then sustainable because the habits have become ingrained, but we have to give ourselves a chance to get there. So we have to remember that when we're talking about making sustainable changes, it's not so much the changes themselves being easy, but just that we're doing it in a way that sort of matches our personality. You know, maybe you are an all or nothing person. So you need to sort of just jump in completely. Maybe you're a person that at the slightest sign of too much will sort of back off and fall off. So you need to do changes one change at a time. But the actual changes themselves are going to be outside of our comfort zone. You know, they aren't going to, they, they might mean sacrifices, right? From what we're currently doing. It doesn't mean just getting to eat whatever we want, whenever we want. Yes, that is the, the goal in that we find a balance of enjoying the foods we love while also working towards our results. But we have to remember that sustainable doesn't mean not changing. It doesn't mean doing what's easy. It doesn't mean not being uncomfortable. Okay. It doesn't mean that there won't be sacrifices along the way. There's going to be ups and downs and creating a new routine is hard. So when we're talking about sustainability, don't think that it's going to be easy or that it won't feel uncomfortable. Just recognize that you're trying to do changes in a way that allows you to actually create those new routines and embrace that new lifestyle. Term number three is actually calling something a lifestyle. So I like the term lifestyle, but I also really dislike the term lifestyle and partly because of the way it's thrown around now in our modern dieting uh, industry. Uh, it's one of these things that when we're talking about lifestyle, we usually use it as the opposite of going on a diet. You're either going on a diet or you're building a lifestyle. And I think this, this is obviously not a good dichotomy, uh, but also the fact that we talk about it as a lifestyle makes people think that they're going to be doing one thing for the rest of their life. Yes, you will be working out for the rest of your life, but exactly what type of workouts you're doing might change over time. You might find you enjoy one thing or that you progress this other progression or that you have a new goal. And so within the nutritional realm, yes, you want to find something underlying that gives you the principles to move forward so that you understand what you need to do to adjust so that like, just like your workouts, you can adjust them based on whatever goal you're working towards. However, you're not going to do one set thing. Everything in your life is constantly evolving and changing. You're not going to just stick with one nutritional strategy the rest of your life. So when we're talking about lifestyle, we're not doing, we're talking, we're not talking about doing one thing the rest of your life. We're talking about understanding what you need to do to dial in your diet, the foods that you're eating based on what goals you want to accomplish at the time. Okay. So in terms of lifestyle, that's why I always go back to macros. If you understand macros, if you understand how to dial in the protein, carbs, and fat in your diet to get results, you can then use those to lose weight, to gain weight, 
to fuel a race, you know, to, to lift more uh, weight, to make sure that as you're getting older, you're retaining and building lean muscle mass, to fuel better so that you have better energy, to deal with those hormonal changes if you're a woman, you know, as we get older. It's one of these things that when you understand macros, you can make those adjustments to your nutritional lifestyle to get the results that you want. Even sometimes saying, hey, I don't really care right now, it's the holidays and I'm eat, gonna eat a bazillion cookies and screw macros right now, right? It's one of these things that you still then know what you can return to. If you were going on a vacation, you're like, hey, I wanna look a little extra fabulous for this vacation, which there's nothing wrong with that, you can dial in your macros. So it's one of these things that like, lifestyle is not only a little up and down, right? We're just trying to prevent the big yo-yoing, but lifestyle means just understanding the, the fundamentals and having sort of a set way to always return back to, to get the results that you want. It's not doing one thing for the rest of your life. And that's where I take issue in that it is the separation. Oh, it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. And then we get into thinking, well, if I can't do this rest of my life, what am I gonna do? Okay, well, your macro ratios might change. You might track a little bit more strictly or a little less strictly based on what you're trying to accomplish at the time. But the key is that you understand the fundamentals of nutrition to always adjust your diet to hit whatever goal you have for your lifestyle as your needs and goals change as your lifestyle change. So I just wanted to sort of go over those three different terms and how I sort of see them being thrown around and what I think they should actually mean to us to give you a little perspective. Because I think a lot of times when we are looking to make nutritional changes, we really struggle. And I think part of it is the fact that for some reason, you know, in workouts, we understand we might have to be a little uncomfortable. We have to put in the time, but with nutrition, we sort of have this delusion that we shouldn't ever be uncomfortable, that we should be able to eat whatever we want. And it's one of these things, guys, that especially based on dieting practices previously, based on, you know, our needs and goals, you know, we are going to sometimes have to make some sacrifices, just like in a weird way you are making with your workouts. They've just become easier. Maybe you even enjoy making those sacrifices, but it's one of these things that we want to take back some of these terms so that we understand that sustainable doesn't mean easy to start, that it does mean we have to make changes and be a little uncomfortable. The dieting doesn't have to mean deprivation and restriction and that creating a lifestyle doesn't mean that we're going to be doing one thing for the rest of our life. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and comment below if you have any questions.